All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here as usual tonight on the show. Of course, we'll recap the Oilers 5-4 victory over the Arizona Coyotes. We'll be joined by Tyler Uramchuk of Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff, as well as our producer, Aaron Bordado. Of course, before we get to the guest and the good, the bad, the oily, we do a quick recap of exactly what happened in this game. And tonight for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, maybe a little bit closer than you would have hoped, but down at the Mullet Arena, a lot of goals being scored. Hopefully you took the over over at Betway 19+. plus Bet responsibly. Uh, Matias Michelli got the goal scoring going for the Coyotes. His ninth goal of the season made it 1-0, but only 50 seconds later on the power play, Zach Hyman would get his 32nd of the season. Only took six seconds on the power play to tie that game up at one apiece. Uh, Barrett Hayton would score his 16th goal of the season a little bit later to give the Coyotes the 2-1 lead. But the Edmonton Oilers bouncing back strong just 35 seconds later. Evan Bouchard with his fifth goal of the season. And then shorthanded Darnell Nurse, number nine on the year. That's 14 shorthanded goals for the Edmonton Oilers on the season. Tied for first in the NHL. After 20 minutes, the Oilers were up 3-2. to two. Heading into the second period, Leon Dreisaitl will get the lone goal, his 46th of the season. That gives him 300 on his career. So if you're keeping track, that means he's at 300. McDavid, 
Evander Kane, both currently sitting at 299 on their careers. Heading into the third period, the Arizona Coyotes would get back into this one. A couple guys uh, doing damage. Matias Michelli would get his 10th goal of the season. Then only 58 seconds later, Barrett Hayton would get his 17th. That's the second of the night for both of those guys in case you missed it. But Ryan Nugent-Hopp, as he continually does, coming up in big moments, gets his 34th goal of the season on the power play. Evan Bouchard, Leon Drysaddle with the assist there. That made it 5-4. That is how the game ended. And with that, the Edmonton Oilers improved to 42-23-9 on the season. That gives them 93 points. Good for third in the Pacific Division. Vegas currently sitting at 98. Of course, the Oilers take on Vegas tomorrow. And then the LA Kings, second in the division. They'll play the Flames tomorrow in Calgary. They have 96 points. Uh, Seattle, a team trying to track the Oilers from behind. They lost tonight 5-1 to the Minnesota Wild. If you're keeping track of the statistics at home, Connor McDavid with the assists now up to 140 points on the year. Leon Dreisel had two points. That puts him at 114. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins with two points puts him at 91. It's the first time the Oilers have had three players reach the 90-point mark since 1989-90 when it was Messier Curry and Jimmy Carson. So for the Edmonton Oilers, like I said, they pick up their 42nd win of the season. Jack Campbell on the night, 29 saves on 33 shots. That's an 879 save percentage. He actually outdueled his opposition Bimelka, who was an 828 save percentage. And okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. I was asked earlier on today uh, during the day job, what would be a good performance from Jack Campbell? I said a win. You get a win. You got to be happy. But for Campbell, the struggles continue. That's now seven straight games where he's given up at least four goals. If you're counting, it's four, four, six, four, six, four. And the last time he had a save percentage above 900 going back to February 7th in a win against the Red Wings. Right now, let's get to the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers is ranked amongst the best in Alberta for the good, the bad, the oily. We bring in our guest tonight from Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff, Tyler Uremchuk. What, what was that, Tyler? Fired up, Connor. I'm fired up for a big Oilers win. I love it. I love it. Okay, before we get going here, I heard you're just getting into It's Always Sunny. Uh, you're down three seasons now? Oh, yeah, for It's Always Sunny. I am, yeah. No, I'm just getting to the end of season two. And actually, this was something uh, me and the YouTube chat were getting into this. I think it was Friday show. We were talking about what we're binging right now. And It's Always Sunny is locked in. I like to have a good sitcom as my, like, falling asleep show i always fall asleep with the tv on sleep timer you know it's yeah. always sunny is firmly in my sitcom fall asleep show slot right now and it is remarkable this show i cannot believe i hadn't seen it this late into my life like it is unbelievable <laughs> all characters equally awful do you have a favorite do i have a favorite like no spoilers but i'm just getting to the part where like danny devito and like the two kids find out that they're like not father and whatever Danny DeVito's character is so funny, but I think I like Charlie the most. Like he's the biggest wild card out of the bunch. He is a wild card. And I don't know if you've got to that part yet, but 
he is the wild card. Dennis is hilarious too. Anyways, let's get to the good and the bad. And then eventually the oily, uh, <laughs> the good tonight. Uh, Leon Dreisel joins a 300 club. Uh, I don't know, Tyler. I remember watching him in PA and you know, he was like, Oh yeah, this guy's probably going to be a very good player. Don't know if he'll ever become a 50 goal scorer. Uh, now he's done it multiple times and uh, approaches it again this year. 300 goals on the career for Leon Dreisaitl. Lots, lots still to go. Uh, what can you say about him? Uh, first off, I'll give a shout out to Clayton in the Facebook chat who uh, keeps talking and saying I talk too fast. Well, guess what, Clayton? Listen faster because I'm going <laughs> to rattle off some stuff about Leon Drysettle here. The way this guy has built himself into what he is is just remarkable you think about when he was drafted connor and i mean you were you would have been doing radio you had been following covering the team at that point when the oilers picked him he was the power forward from pa right he was a guy who maybe didn't do one thing spectacularly in junior hockey but was supposed to be this middle six center who was going to come in and give you really really solid minutes someone who could maybe grow into his defensive role and just be not a Patrice Bergeron type, but a Patrice Bergeron light. That was kind of the scouting report around Dreisaitl. Didn't skate well, didn't have a great shot, passed the puck okay. The way he came into the NHL, worked on his speed, and got to a point where his speed became a factor and an asset in his game. And that allowed him to establish himself as a top six winger in the NHL. And then he goes out and builds up this, this shot that is... I don't even hesitate to say this. It's Ovechkin-esque. It's Stamkos-esque in the way he plants himself in one spot on the power play and everyone on the ice knows exactly what the Oilers are trying to do. They're trying to get it to number 29 sitting at the bottom of the circles. And guess what? They cannot stop it. It's unbelievable. And that is not a tool that was in his toolkit through junior early on in his NHL career. I just think this is a guy whose commitment to the craft needs to be acknowledged more. And on a night when he goes and scoops up his 300th career NHL goal, it's a night where you can look back and kind of say, hey man, you got to give a guy stick taps because he just continually found ways to make himself better and better and better throughout his NHL career. And now he's at the point where he's a superstar in the NHL. It's remarkable. Yeah, I remember watching him, like I said, uh, it was he and Josh Morrissey with PA, and it was like, this is all they have, and they're great. And I, I always like that he keeps taking steps, improving upon that. You mentioned his shock, but I think the foot speed from year one to two was another thing that he really added early on in his career. Okay, with the good comes the bad, and uh, we have to find something. Today we're going to go with blown leads, and uh, the Oilers were up 4-2. Uh, you know, it was a couple bad minutes and bad rebounds, and the Arizona Coyotes find their way back into this one. But uh, when you're up 4-2 on Arizona, I guess you'd like to find a way to close it out. Yeah. And I mean, again, it was against Arizona. This team, it, it's been a group of dogs. We were joking on uh, on Oilers Nation every day. The desert dogs have been coming to play as of late. Uh, your pal Jason Greger on the DFO rundown. And again, this is Oilers Nation after dark, so I can make this joke. He said they've been trying to fist their general manager, Bill Armstrong. They've been trying to win games in spite of what their GM wants. But this is still a team that plays scrappy, but regardless. They really don't have anything to play for. The Oilers still have things to play for down the stretch. I would have liked to see the Oilers up 4-2 in the third. Just kind of say, hey, pedal to the floor. Let's lock this thing down and not give Arizona any sort of breathing room. We didn't get that tonight. It's concerning. Is it concerning to the extent where I see people again in the Facebook chat talking about how 
you know, you're not going to win like that in the playoffs. No, I do think the Oilers are going to find a way to dial it in come playoff time, but we're getting to the point where you want to see some more positive strides in that area of their game. Even like, man, they went up by a goal, Connor, and there were some scary moments in the final 90 seconds of that hockey game. Yeah, I was I was ready for them to bury that last one, send it to overtime and see what happens. But uh, good for the Oilers getting it done tonight. Collect those two points. Uh, Rogan says, hi, Tyler and Connor. Hello, Rogan. Kyle the Embalmer says, did I get a new camera? I did. I did finally get a new camera. The Here's one that up. It's like it's Leon Dreisaitl-esque when you compare to what it started at the beginning of the year to what it is now. You got something good going on there. It's the Connor Halley cave. I like it. Yeah, it's it's getting better. I mean, there's still room for improvement. So we'll try to improve. But yeah, it has gotten a lot better. The camera that I ordered, the same one that you did, Ty, still hasn't come. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to money play. back. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next plan. I'll reach out to Best Buy and get that money back. All right, we have to get to the oily as well before we get into everything else here on Oilers Nation After Dark. And we're going to go with taking over the mullet. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers fans that invaded the mullet tonight were absolutely awesome. Sounded like a home game. They just took it over. The Oilers fans showing they travel well. I'm sure a lot of them using AMA travel because AMA travel is going to get you there. Legit. Very well. But uh, yeah, Tyler, you guys did it in Vegas. Tonight, the fans did it in Arizona. Yeah, it was awesome. Like in the third period when you would hear those plays where uh, there was the Costin one where he didn't quite draw the penalty at first. The crowd got on it. And then you saw the ref's arm shoot up and then they blew the whistle down prematurely crowd was on them for that. It was great to kind of hear it be a home game. And I know you were talking about this earlier today. You mentioned at the day job, but it'd be great to go there. Jay and I were uh, shooting the shit on real life today, talking about some potential AMA travel nation vacations coming up next year. How great would it be if next season we got an Arizona game on like a Thursday or a Friday or even a Saturday. And you could do something where you fly in day before the game, golf next day Oilers game next day golf boom fly out the next day four days in the middle of winter go to Arizona watch the Oilers in a really cozy intimate environment a a kind of arena where you're not going to get to see Connor McDavid playing very often surround it with a little bit of golf that might be the next AMA travel nation vacation is doing a golfing Oilers Arizona mullet arena kind of trip because the vibes in there tonight seemed absolutely awesome from an Oilers perspective yeah, that might be like chartering two jets. I think you'd have a lot of members of Oilers Nation that would want to go down there and check that one out. Uh, that's the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Check them out, cornerstoneins.ca slash nation and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Uh, Tyler, I, we, we didn't put Jack Campbell in the good, the bad, the oily tonight because we thought we should probably talk about that after. And, uh, you know, Similar to his last performance, I thought down the stretch made some big saves in crucial moments, but still some concerns. What did you make of Jack Campbell's play tonight? Well, like there's just obviously concerns. Like we're getting on game, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, game seven in a row where he's allowed four goals or more. Again, the struggles were there at the beginning of the year. And I know some people are like, oh, maybe it's just a bad start. And he dialed it in for that kind of two, three week stretch in January. But He's just slipped back to a point where you are crossing your fingers and toes, hoping you survive the hockey game. And that's all it is. People are, and I had it too. I sent out a tweet. My word for word tweet was trying to survive a Jack Campbell start is such a struggle for this team. And people are like, oh, but the Oilers defensively. Okay, 
They're the same team when Stuart Skinner's in net. Actually, the numbers might suggest they play better in front of Jack Campbell than they do in front of Stuart Skinner. And yet Jack Campbell can't keep a puck out of his net. Oh, he made a couple of big saves. That's awesome. That is what an NHL-level goalie is supposed to do. They are supposed to make a couple of big saves, game in, game out. But every game with Campbell, it's giving up a goal early. It's given up a softy or two later on. And then, yeah, he gets beat on a couple where you go, oh, the defense wasn't good. Okay, that's awesome. If, I, if I'm if i the Oilers, I'm saying I'm, I committed $25 million to this guy less than a year ago, and he can't bail me out once I don't know. It's just, it's beyond frustrating, but it's also kind of gotten to the point where I think a lot of Oilers fans are sitting there going, we're accepting what Jack Campbell is right now. Maybe in the summer, he'll rework his game. Maybe in the summer, he'll fix his equipment and he'll come back a new goalie next year. As far as this season's gone, he's, he's the definition of a lost cause because it's not coming back. And I say all that and then go, hey, he won his 19th game of the season. And you know what? Not a lot of goalies around the NHL have won 19 games. In fact, that moves him into a conversation. He's now 24th in the NHL in wins. So he's top 32 in wins. Maybe we shouldn't complain so hard. But then you look at the goals against and everything that goes into it. And it's like, yeah, no, we have a reason to complain. Yeah, I was going to say 19, 9, and 4 with the record, 3, 5, 7. I don't know if the updated stats are for goals against average, but and, uh, allowing four would make that go higher in an 8.82 save percentage. Yeah, and there was someone, I'm just looking in the YouTube chat right now, and someone says, well, he makes the saves when you need them. Okay, he makes some big saves when it's 4-4. Four, four. You have a competent NHL-quality goalie in there. It doesn't get to 4-4. Four, four. It's 4-1 four, or 4-2. Four, you know, it's just... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who like to kind of bend over backwards and try to make excuses for Campbell. Oh, the defense isn't good. Blah, 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 man. The defense hasn't been a problem for Stuart Skinner. And again, look at the numbers. They've probably played better when it comes to preventing scoring chances and high danger looks. They've been better in front of Jack Campbell than they have in front of Stuart Skinner. One guy went to the NHL All-Star game, has a 9-11 save percentage or 9-10 save percentage. The other guy has been American League level, and that might be putting it nicely. So again, he won. 19 wins. That's great. Heading down the stretch here. If they win the Jack Campbell starts, how can you not be thrilled? Because all it's about right now is getting wins, but it still leaves you with a sour taste in your mouth. It still leaves you a little frustrated when you watch these games like tonight against Arizona, when they probably should win by two or three goals. And I think you can kind of look at this game and go, the reason they didn't is because their goalie once again, let in his two stinkers that he's kind of due for every night. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Bassam says maybe in the summer they'll buy him out. And Jessica right after says maybe in the summer he'll get traded. <laughs> I don't, I mean, why? I don't think any team's going to take on his contract. Why would you after this season and you buy him out, Tyler? I mean, it's too soon for that, right? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're not buying out Jack Campbell. We're not trading Jack Campbell, people. It's just not happening. Like, come on, let's be real. That's, do you think the Oilers are going to sign up for eight more years of dead cap space? Like they'll give him a second year. And you know, if we're on March 27th, 2024, and we're doing Oilers nation after dark Connor, and we're talking about Jack Campbell sputtering his way through another season. Yeah. We'll have a legitimate conversation about that then. But for now you, you committed 25 million to the guy you committed to him for five years you got to give him a second season. It's a bad look if you don't. And people say, oh, bad look, whatever. Why are you worried about that when you have Connor McDavid on your team? There's a little bit of the business side of it too, that if you believed in him enough a year ago, you got to believe in him to have a bounce back season. I mean, just look south of the QE2 here. Jacob Markstrom has been rotating good year, bad year. You know, like he's been going back and forth his entire Flames career. Sometimes these things happen. Jack Campbell can bounce back next year. As much as I'm a hater and I know people are calling me angry Tyler and saying I'm fired up and I am about this because I'm just quite frankly sick and tired of talking about back bad Jack Campbell starts. I don't buy him out. I don't look to trade him. I bank on that guy bouncing back because at the beginning of the season, I was one of the people sitting here saying this was a good bet. This is a guy who's going to give you a good floor and all the Oilers need between the pipes is a really solid floor. And I think he's a guy who's still capable of doing that. So I, I do think you need to ride it out for another season with, season with Jack Campbell. I definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, Tyler, the Zoom Jim Halpert look was very well played. And uh, I think when you look at the goaltending room as a whole, when it comes to salary, thank God Stuart Skinner's contract is uh, a very good one right now. Otherwise, you might be in a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just stick with the goaltending here very quickly. And then we'll move on to something else because I don't want to uh, keep spicy Tyler here. Uh, obviously, you're going to Stuart Skinner tomorrow. We agree. You go to Stuart Skinner on Thursday against the Kings. Yep. Do you go Campbell Saturday night against the Ducks? Well, I think a part of it too, Connor, is going to be the, the standings will kind of dictate how you do it, right? Like if, if you're sitting here and let's say you win tomorrow and then you beat LA and all of a sudden maybe Vegas loses their other game in there and you're like, okay, we're within spitting distance of the top of the division. You maybe ride Skinner a little bit harder trying to get home ice or that top spot in the division. I think there's incentive there, right? But if Stuart or if you as a team kind of realize, let's say you split these next two games out of town scoreboard doesn't break your way and you really kind of know you're locked into spot number three, then I think you can probably just flip flop Skinner Campbell, no matter who the opponent is down the stretch. Again, this has been my take for a while, but Jack Campbell starts kind of come at the name of resting Stuart Skinner. At this point, not at the name of trying to get Jack Campbell going. I know a lot of fans feel the same way. So 
if you have something to play for and you're trying to get home ice or the top seed, yeah, you know, you maybe look at giving Skinner a couple of those extra starts where maybe the rest isn't quite there. But if these next couple of games don't go your way, you can go full into rest Stuart Skinner, do whatever it takes to keep him at 100%, and maybe you're giving Campbell a couple extra looks. Uh, Ty, have we had you on since Matias Ekholm was acquired? We, we- I don't know. I don't... Maybe once, but I mean, I'm I'm always down to talk about Matias Ekholm. I mean, I think I think we should touch on him a little bit. Just under 25 minutes, uh, led Oilers blue liners among the ice time there tonight. Um, the impact he's had on Evan Bouchard has been noticeable as well. What did you like about his play? Let's let's expand it as of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been good. I I think you know early on, I maybe liked it a little bit more. Uh, as of late, been a lot of high event hockey with him and Evan Bouchard on the ice, but don't don't take that as a diss or anything like that. Matias Eichholm is the best defenseman this hockey club's had since Chris Pronger in 2006. I think a lot of us are have been pleasantly surprised at how well he does things like move the puck and jump up into the play. I think for a guy who was buried on a blue line with Subban and Yossi and Weber for a while and Ryan Ellis for a little bit, I think his offensive game kind of got overshadowed a little bit by those guys. And since he's come here, I've been really, really impressed with how effective he is in kind of every zone in the ice. Even when it comes to something like preventing the rush the other way, the way he manages his own blue line defending off the rush is incredible. This guy is a legit impact piece. Did I love giving up Reed Schaefer? No. Did I love giving up another first round pick? No. Tyson Berry didn't love parting ways with that because he was a big part of this locker room. But when you look at what you got, like it was a slam dunk home run win by Ken Holland to bring in a guy like that. And I said this on Oilers nation every day, a couple of weeks ago or later last week, but the Oilers are so lucky that the Nashville predators decided to pull the plug on this season when they did. Cause defensemen like Matias Ekholm just straight up do not become available all that often. And the Oilers got to look at one. Ken Holland narrowed his eyes and he made the move. And I give him a ton of props for that. Uh, Lance wants to know, Tyler, do you have a favorite laser show? No, everyone's saying my background behind me looks like a laser show. I think I could take it a step further. I think I could have maybe some coming in off the side, shooting behind me, some things that move around a little bit. So Lance, I mean, if you don't like this, I'll, I'll giddy up, buddy. I'll take it to another level if you want. I, uh, last Friday, yeah, last Friday night went to a laser show at Tyler's World of Science. Mm. And um, I think that might be where that refers what that refers to. Yeah, I mean your background's not bad, but uh they they take it a step further at the old Tell's World of Science. I, I tell you that. Dr. Gonzo uh, and Troy bringing up cat food. I mean ah it's a sensitive subject. We can move on. We can, we are you aware? Are you aware of what the deal was? Uh, was it related to the Bruins, right? Yeah, I and- said there was a moment early in the year where I said in the chat, because someone was like, oh, some models say the Bruins will win the division. I was like, if the Bruins win the division, I'll eat cat food. And the Bruins, as you all know, they won the division rather easily. Not a great yeah. look. I mean, if you do it, you do. I once made the mistake of saying if something happened, I'd eat a shoe and it almost happened. And that's when I stopped doing that kind of stuff. So yeah, this is a lesson I've definitely learned and a mistake I won't make again. The scare you need. Uh, Aaron has some highlights uh, of the goals we could run through. Uh, I don't know, Aaron, if you want to bring up the first one, uh, Zach Hyman's 32nd of the season on the power play. Uh, Six seconds only for that one to be scored. Kind of maximum efficiency when it comes to that one. Uh, 
it shouldn't be too surprising with the guys they have out there. No, and, and he's starting to find his groove a little bit. And this is a guy, and I see both the chats have kind of been talking a little bit about Evander Kane as well. But Kane, Hyman, Kane and Hyman are two players who I think this team really needs to be playing their best hockey come night one of the playoffs on April 14th, 15th, 16th, whenever the puck drops on the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Oilers. And for Hyman, now two goals in his last four games as we get a look at this one. And this is just what Zach Hyman does best, right? It's put your head down, go to the net, keep that stick on the ice, and let the skill guys do the difficult part of the of the deal, and you just go hard to the net, put your stick down, and let them use you how they how they see fit. I like this goal. It was vintage Zach Hyman, and hopefully, it's a sign of things to come for him. Because again, they need him. They need Evander Kane to hit their stride come the start of the playoffs. We had the discussion on the K okay, today's, so it would have been Saturday. Uh, it was brought up at the intermission, you know, Zach Hyman, maybe there has to be a conversation because of all the disallowed goals and where they come from. Is that a concern for you at all? Or is it like, just take the bad with the good? Take the bad with the good. I think that's a great way to put it. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, I would rather have Zach Hyman score 32 and have eight waved off than have the guy be timid going to the net or always be looking over his shoulder, wondering if this one's going to get called back and end the year with 28 goals. Like, I mean, come on, that guy goes to the net. You take the bad with the good and, and you just accept the fact you have a 30 goal scorer who maybe one season, if these calls start going his way, will crack the 40 goal mark. <laughs> Uh, that was only 50 seconds over uh, Michelli's goal. So that was a massive one for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, and then they would concede another goal, uh, Barrett Hayton with his 16th of the season. But as they did very well in this first period, they would rebound quickly. Only 35 seconds later, Evan Bouchard, guy, like we said, who's been playing better hockey since the acquisition of Matias Ekholm. Uh, nice shot here from him. Yeah, a great shot. And it's been a tough season for Bouchard. I mean, the shooting percentage is down and we know he struggled with his confidence early this year, but this is a guy who's still young in his NHL career. And this is kind of one of those examples of what he can do when he's at his best. And it's a good showcase of kind of his talent, because I know for a lot of people, it's like, Oh man, he had time and he could kind of pick his corner, but there were still bodies moving in front. He still had to find his spot in the net as well. And it's a good example of how offensively gifted he is, right? Like, not a lot of defensemen in the NHL, even when given that kind of space, can just pick up that puck and sling it to the top corner. So I like that goal. Uh, the Oilers' third goal of the game came from Darnell Nurse, a shorty. The Oilers' 14th shorty of the season, tied now to the lead league in that department. A ninth goal of the season. Always nice to see Darnell Nurse jump up into the play and maybe uh, silence the haters just a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, I always uh, I always get a kick out of kind of where they're the Darnell nurse hate. And then I like pulling up on NHL.com where he sits and even strength scoring on the season. And it's oh, look at that tied with Kale McCarr on the year and one up on Rasmus Dahlin. Like the guys produce at a solid clip this year. I know McCarr has been hurt, which is why that stat makes sense, because he's only played 58 games. And I know this one was a shorty as well. But for all the people who like to rag on Nurse, he's hit double digits and goals now on the season. I get it. The turnovers are frustrating. There's the boneheaded decisions. There's no denying he's really fought the puck for long stretches this season. But don't forget, this guy played good hockey in the playoffs last year. He was he has been without a doubt their best defenseman for well over a full season now, and they ask a lot out of him. And there's not a lot of D-men in the NHL who can jump up the way Darnell Nurse does and make an impact offensively, and the even strength numbers support that. So 
Listen, I get mad at Darnell Nurse. I, I'm just like everyone else. When I sit there and I watch a hockey game, whether I'm in the crowd or at home, and I do a lot of like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But I think sometimes as a collective, we're a little bit too hard on the guy. And, and it's nice to see him get succeeded because I, you kind of know the type of guy he is. Like I'm sure the hate and the season he's having is wearing on him a little bit. So I like having these moments where he can kind of you know, celebrate a little bit, gets the big grin back that we all love from old Daryl. It was a nice moment. Uh, before we get to the dry settle goal, uh, Aaron, can you bring that one back up? Because, I mean, I just want to give a little love to Kyler Yamamoto here. I think the easy play on that goal was to just whip it in front and hope that uh, Matias Yanmark would get there for the tap. In. But I thought you're was... shorthanded, right? Like yeah. the, the thing you're kind of coached to do is nothing risky when you're shorthanded, throw it towards the net. Yeah, and I mean, good on Drysdale jumping up there. Good patience and vision from Yamamoto. And let's give Yan Mark some love for going to the net. Okay, uh, the next goal would be Leon Drysdale's 46th goal of the season. Aaron, I'm sorry to go back and forth on you. I know I'm not making your life easy, but uh, number 300 on the career. That was our good in the good, the bad, the oily. And uh, yeah, I mean, Leon Drysdale, what, what can you say? You give him the opportunity from that spot. He's going to find a way to make, well, I guess you're probably complaining if you're a Coyotes fan, not the best goaltending. Let's be real, but good on dry title. And I know I say the kahunas to just sit there and be like, or even the vision to be like, ah, I think I got an angle here from <laughs> where he was to be like, ah, the goalie's not totally down. This is a calculated move. Leon Dreisaitl is not necessarily a volume shooter. And when he does stuff like that, from that angle with no traffic in front, he saw something. He is just a stone cold killer. In the last five seasons, Connor, I'll, I'll let you take a guess. How many players do you think have scored more goals than Leon Dreisaitl in the last five seasons? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, one. Zero. Zero. <laughs> no one in the NHL scored more goals than Leon Dreisaitl in the last five years. 225 goals in his last 361 games. Stuff like this, shit like this, Connor, this doesn't happen by accident. Dreisaitl knew what he was doing. It was nasty. Damn, Ovi let me down. I really believed in him that he could be the one that Ovi's could do it. Third. Matthews is second, actually, Matthews? and McDavid is fourth. He scores 60 in a, in a season. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's probably going to help you out. Uh, just quickly here, uh, Adam on Facebook says, Yotes goalies outplayed our goalies. I'm not sure if that's re- referring to tonight or the last couple games, but uh, Jack Campbell had a better save percentage today. So, I mean, give him the, the victory on that one. All right, let's get to the what are we at the final goal? Ryan Nugent Hawkins, game winner on the power play. Nuge. Nuge, of course, you know, you need a big goal. Ryan Hugent Hawkins is gonna get the job done. Bouchard drive, pick up the assist here. Man, this guy's unbelievable. I mean, if you could like live bet next goal and it's a tie game, just go with Nuge because he's gonna find a way to get it done. 34 on the season now with still eight games to go. He's up to 91 points on the year. So, I mean, the watch is on for Nuge 100. We know our boy Bag Milk will be nice and fired up. I think he's going to get it. Like nine points in eight games feels like a lock the way he's been humming. And I've been one of the people who's been like cautiously optimistic about this Nuge heater kind of since January. I'm like, okay, remember everyone, you never know when a heater is going to end, right? There's not always telltale signs that a guy's about to go into a slump. And there is no denying Nuge, who's shooting 18.3% this season. He's on a heater. He's probably not scoring close to 35 goals again next season. But don't let that take away from what he's doing right now. I don't think this is going to end. I think this is a guy who's just, it's he's confident. He's going to the right areas. He's starting to rip the puck more than he has throughout his career. 
I think the Oilers can ride this new heater for the rest of the year into the playoffs. And tonight, again, just a great example. Clutch goal scoring, whatever you need. Nuge has been serving it up all season. 34 goals. That is unbelievable. And doing it in different ways as well. And I like what you say. They're going to the right areas. He's got the shot, getting the job done. Uh, with 90 points, I mentioned it earlier. Now the Oilers have three 90-point players. It's the first time they've done that. Uh, Tyler, you weren't even born yet. It was 1989, 1990. Messier, Curry, and Jimmy Were you born by 89? Yeah, I was two. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay. Me and Sidney Crosby, the 87 babies. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was alive for that one. I remember it very well. Uh, Jimmy Carson, <laughs> hell of a player. Uh, yeah, you guys wouldn't remember those cups, but I do. Um, I think we're probably going to wrap this one up shortly here. I, I got to quickly mention, of course, uh, Oodle Noodle. If you want to head over to Oodle Noodle, get some delicious noodles. You can also grab a free Oilers Nation sticker. Any Oilers Nation or any Oodle Noodle location in the city, grab a sticker. Those are hard to come by. Make sure you do that. Grab some and delicious get them anywhere, food. Connor. They, they don't give those out. You don't find them in the gutter. You got to search hard for an Oilers Nation sticker these days. I want to like might steal one off someone's car. Like there, everyone has them on their car. I'll just Great go steal on. one. That's probably the best way to get it. Or just go to Oodle Noodle. Uh, that is also very easy. We mentioned AMA Travel, Cornerstone. Uh, let's bring in uh, the producer extraordinaire, the man who keeps us on track here and does all the heavy lifting, Aaron Bordado. And uh, we'll do a little Betway picks here. Aaron, good evening. How are you doing? Hello, gentlemen. I'm doing fantastic. I mean, it wasn't how we drew it up. But like you said, a win's a win. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and harp on it. Yeah, you got to take it right now. And you know what, Tyler, how does his microphone sound? Oh, it's mid, eh? yeah. yeah, yeah. you figured it out, A.B. I like it. Like the Oilers in the third period. We were rough there when we were testing it out before the show, but you dialed her in. You know, me and Nuge both, we got that clutch gene. You know, it's something you're born with, you know. That's <laughs> what it is. And speaking of Nuge, though, like, Connor, I agree with you. When the game is tied, if you could live bet Nuge, that guy just shows up. When I need him to the most, I think he's absolutely going to hit 100 points. It's just, it's been a dream season, and I feel like that's how the dream season completes. 83, are we at 73 games now? Yeah, so eight more to go. I think we're tonight was 74, so he needs nine points in eight games to get to 100. I will be more excited about Nuge getting to 100 than I think I will be about like any of Dreisaitl's 50 goal seasons. Like again, this is a guy who committed to the city, committed to the franchise in a way that quite literally no player has ever done before. And for him to do that and then get rewarded at an insane career year at the age of 29, it's unreal. We knew we could do it. Knew we'd do it after that. All the work he put in this offseason and that conversation with uh, Jay Woodcroft about approving his five on five scoring. It's it's paying dividends. Okay, Tyler, let's get a betway prediction and a score prediction for tomorrow when the Oilers take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, man, it's going to be a tough fought hockey game. That Vegas team didn't have to play this evening. The Oilers did. They're on the road. They're flying into Vegas tonight. It's going to be tight. Edmonton's got their guy going between the pipes. I'm going to say we're in for another one goal game. And I mean, because, you know, it's late. We're having a good time. I'll be positive. I'll say Edmonton squeaks out a 3-2 dub against Vegas. Low score and take the under bet way. That was exactly the prediction I was going to go with. I'm a guy who never bets the under, so I won't. But if I, you know, I think that's the move. I think it'll be tight. I mean, we're on a back-to-back here, so I'd like to see that the boys, you know, can can kind of get their energy going early in the game. I could see a slow start, 
which is why I would think it would be lower scoring. Go with something like that. And then, I mean, I'm going to sprinkle on a huge goal. He's got he's to he's get 100 on. somehow. Yeah. I think from here on out, I'm just going to mention taking a Cody CC goal because I just want him to get one. It's been, what, like 72 games? Is that how long? It's been 72 games since he's tough. He was at 70. He had a couple chances, really good chances, but uh, I just, I don't, I don't think you can actually bet on him. Like, I don't think second he's an option. The se- second game of the season, he tucked one against Calgary. So, yeah, 72 games now it's been. He also had one in uh, that series, game seven against LA, he buried. Yeah. I mean, he's like the Washington Generals. He's due, but uh, I don't think you can actually take that one. So, I'll take, I'm going to take the over, and then I'm going to say it's, uh, I don't know. Six, four Oilers win with an empty netter. So closer game, lots of scoring. Who knows? That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Aaron says it all the time. Life's too short to bet the under, and I'm I'm going for the over as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tyler, what's coming up tomorrow on Oilers Nation? Oilers Nation, Oilers Nation every day. We're going to have another loaded show. Um, I mean, when you get these game days lapped on to another game day. So we'll have our three big things for Betway tomorrow on the show. Another Sherwood Ford giant game day with myself, Jay, Liam, and Aaron. And we'll get set for Edmonton and Vegas. Might try to reach out, maybe get someone from Vegas to set this thing up from their perspective as well. Uh, But it'll be a busy week on the show as we kind of rip through the rest of the regular season here. I'm starting like last week. I kind of had the mindset. I was like, ah, playoffs is creeping up on us a little bit. And now for whatever reason this week, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm done with the regular season. Maybe it's because I kind of think first in the division is kind of out of reach and it's probably not going to happen. And the games are a little bit less meaningful. I, just get me to the playoffs. Give me game one at Rogers place or wherever it ends up being. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get the itch for some playoff hockey. Yeah, I agree. After how, after Saturday went, I feel like this kind of stretch run is just more of a, you know, I don't know, a formality. So let's hope we can get out of here. And I mean, like we said earlier today, Ty, Jay's point was he wants LA to get first in the division. So that's I want to play Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Now well, Kings are only uh, what? Two points back. The Oilers were to be victorious tomorrow and the Kings defeat the Flames, then they're all of a sudden tied. So uh, tomorrow at this time, there could be a tie atop the division. Maybe the LA Kings take it. Uh, All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for doing this tonight. Uh, Tyler, Aaron, great work. And uh, yeah, I guess on behalf of you two, thank you for everyone for tuning in today. Oilers Nation every day tomorrow at noon with Tyler Yaramchuk, Jay, Liam, and Aaron. Uh, That's going to do it for us here on Oilers Nation After Dark. We'll talk to you tomorrow after a hopeful Oilers victory in Sin City. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.